0: yo 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 what's going on how are you doing
1: pretty good not much um
0: I like how we finally got to start the podcast after what, like six weeks of trying to do it?
1: (laughs) Yeah, right. It's like...
0: And what, we have like 30 minutes before we both have to go?
1: Yeah, something like that.
0: So the one thing that happened this week that's good, it's a little backstory. Play a lot of drone simulators, okay? Play a lot of video games, a lot of video editing. Yeah. And I have a computer. It's got like an i5, like 9600. Integrated graphics, okay? Like 60 frames max on any game. Well, the other day I bought... A GPU from my friend, about a 1080 Super, which is like two generations old, but it still does really well, and 16 gigs of RAM. So now, instead of getting like 60 frames in games, I get like 260. It's kind of awesome. Nice. But at least I can. You no, know, actually, game. I had to get like three more fans because the computer was spitting out like hot air like crazy. Um, it was practically overheating. Yeah. I got the fans installed, and now she works. Nice. We still got to get you a computer better than your school computer, something that actually works that you can actually edit with. Yeah. On the other hand, at least I finally convinced you to start doing After Effects after what? Like, two years of trying to convince you to do After Effects? You finally did I it? I
1: am sorry, but that was not two years.
0: You oh, it was at I'll, least two years.
1: I'll give you two months. A year. Not even. I've been dabbling and dabbling.
0: Yeah. Like, well. Yeah. Last year when I asked you, you're like, heck no, I ain't doing After Effects. I don't need After Effects. I can do everything in Premiere.
1: So that was the thing. I've been dabbling with the green screen in After Effects. I remember that a while ago you had mentioned that I should get more involved in motion graphic templates and making my own stuff. Speaking of After Effects and that motion graphic template we were talking about, I woke up early this morning to work on that project as well as to record this podcast with you.
0: Yeah, and after waking up at 6 a.m. to come down to figure out my computer was locked until 8, I said, forget about this, I'm going back to bed. And the extra three hours of sleep was very welcome.
1: Yeah. For me, I don't, it's not, I don't want sleep. It's, if I don't have it, it is fine, I can still work and do stuff, and actually be active and do things. Do work, do whatever, without, without a ton of sleep. If I have more sleep, great. But if I don't, so be it.
0: I cannot sleep for, like, yeah About 20 hours, I start losing part of my brain function. And by 25 hours, you don't want to be around me. 36 hours, which was travel, that was painful. Yeah. I never want to do that again. That was 36 hours of being awake, traveling from Alaska back to Pennsylvania. That was tough. Oh, and on top of that, the day before we left, I went, the night before that, I went sweating. And the day we left, I went cross-country skiing for four hours. And then we just ran around and did some random stuff at night, okay? Well, I was already tired. And I couldn't sleep for another 36 hours. That was painful. Very painful. Yeah. Never again.
1: Yeah. All right, going back to After Effects for one second. So, yeah, so Simon's been trying to talk me into using it more and trying to make my own stuff. And I had done, like, I generally speaking try not to Buy packs and effects and stuff. I would either do without them, or make try to make my own stuff in Premiere, or like hand make everything when I need it in Premiere. Like if I need a certain effect and I can do it in Premiere, it would just take me thirty minutes to make one thing, and then I can only use it for that project. So I ended up taking Simon's advice, and I actually made one that some people who listen to this podcast might see next time I post a uh, something to Instagram because I made a cool little Instagram story thing, and, oh, I made, like, a cool little Instagram story for whenever I post, to be able to show that I, like, basically say that I posted something, so that's, that's gonna be fun, but yeah, I made several different ones, and I started to make my own M-O-G-R-T, dot M-O-G-R-T pack, um, I'm working on it right now, I have two to three different things that are in there right now there's like some twist effects text twist effects i have a five minute countdown i have a 30 second countdown so basically bare bones stuff that people can do what they want with and i'm giving people the option to change things in it like they can change the color the font xyz so you know it it it's a win-win because what it is is for me it is hey i can use this whenever i need to instead of creating a countdown every single time I'm not going to go through the, everything, but t- you know, taking the time to go, taking the crop, taking this and that, I can just add yeah. one thing. Ta da! It's there. Um, ta da! It works. And then I can start doing more background graphics and stuff and creating those. That's what I so I started doing that. And so, thank you, Simon. What I think I'm going to do is
0: I'm gonna I'm gonna require a ten uh, percent tax on every single file you sell now for now on.
1: No, not happening. Um... Payable
0: to the order of Simon Saucy, uh, please. 10% 15% would be welcome though. Uh-huh. I, I can give you my routing number.
1: Yeah, remember I already I'll it expect
0: with... it in my in my in my account by the 1st of every month. Uh-huh.
1: Okay. Anyway, Simon just led to a perfectly good thing. I own the EvanBear.com website. That's my homepage and then also I have a photos tab. I'm going to open a store tab. And this is kind of a <laughs> thing that I'm now announcing on the podcast. My plug. <laughs> I am going to soon, not right now, but in the next 6 months open a store that will have my own homemade MO what is it MO GRT packs okay. yeah, I'm over. um pack as well as I'm going to start selling my photos and just various different things Fuck. that are worth, you know, me selling as well as worth what I want. So like for instance, I have struggled, and this is something personally I've struggled with, I have many different passion projects that I've wanted to work on for a while, like six months to a year, to two years, um, various different passion projects and stuff that I want to work on. So what I've been doing is saving up for those passion projects in a specific fund for those. So what I'm going to do is turn the store into my passion project fund aside what I save separately from my other stuff that I do, private edits as well as my job and other stuff that I do, is the store will almost be, hey, this was a year of sales after taxes and you know fees for the site and all my other stuff. Hey, for next year, I have XYZ budget to go and rent a extremely high-end camera for a passion project I want to do in a year or two years or whatever. So those are kind of things that I'm working on right now. How about you? What have you been working on personally or professionally?
0: Nothing really personally. Kind of, I guess, kind of personal, professional. Uh, get more drone work, selling more footage. That's starting to pick up a little bit, which is good. It means I actually have an income now. But the bigger project I have going on, I, uh, I do tech at my local church. So as the Christmas season's coming around, we're starting to gear up for that. Uh, so that's interesting for sure. Definitely the work is starting to pile on. We also don't have a pastor currently, so doing all the graphics every single week gets a little annoying. Having to convert them from PowerPoint to a ProPresenter presenter file that can be used in the room that also has layers for lower thirds is quite a challenge. But instead of having to go to the church every single week, I set up the computer so I can just remote into it with TeamViewer. It's not perfect, but it does everything I need to do. As long as I don't have to transfer ginormous files, I don't have a problem. Because file transfer on TeamViewer is horrendous. We're starting to gear up for that. Starting to get graphics made. Get a service plan. See we we'll even have an in-person service because of COVID. still a thing. Yeah. Besides that, I've been doing a lot of drone stuff. Uh, working on drones. Preparing drones for gigs I have coming up. Flying a lot of drones, uh, I fly DRL simulator, semi-professional, so tryouts are coming up this year, which means you can try out on the simulator for a chance in the league, on the TV show, NBC, NBCSN, which is pretty awesome, so we're gearing up for those, I think they're going to be in March, that that was the main motivation behind getting my computer, but yeah, just flying a lot, trying to keep myself busy, and school, school of course, lots and lots of school. Yeah, never have too much school, apparently.
1: <laughs> yeah, right. I was listening to Jared Polin from Fro Phono, Photos podcast. It was this past week. It was like, I don't know, 20 minutes or less. He does like short little blurps basically, as podcasts and kind of like what we're doing, I guess. But he was presenting a business idea. Apparently, he has this app called My Gear Vault, which I've heard of. And he had this business idea where he was trying to get insurance for amateurs or not professionals that are like high-end professional photographers or, you know, professional photographers. He was trying to find, um, trying to figure out a solution for the semi-professional to not professional photographer, more of an amateur or hobbyist photographer, so as a hobbyist or amateur you might have a thousand dollars maybe up to two three thousand dollars of gear total and if that were to break because you go on one little photography trip, well then you know what i mean so i thought it was fascinating but i just wanted to bring that up
0: yeah i think that's fascinating i don't know if it's there's so many other insurance policies like amazon has one uh it's not directly amazon yeah that's really affordable it's like for like For my GoPros, I pay like 30 bucks flat, and it covers three years of any repair that I can do to it. So anything they they can repair. And then as soon as the GoPro is totaled, they will replace it for free, and my service is terminated. Uh Which is a decent deal for GoPros, especially if you're a drone pilot, because you break them like crazy.
1: Yeah. Yeah, he... I have to go back and listen to it, and I think, Simon, you should probably listen to it. But it's a very... The way he words it is different. It's like... The My Gear Vault. Apparently, he's underwater, basically, and it was a self-funded project. And he's tr- and the idea was the insurance was supposed to pay for it after he like he basically bought it off of his business partner at the time, and he was trying to figure out the insurance part. But apparently, there's not many insurance companies that are doing it like that will do the hobbyist or amateur photographer. Most of them are like yeah. professional photographers, even though a hobbyist might have a thousand, two thousand dollars in gear. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Okay, so we're gonna start a segment content of the week. Uh, just some of our favorite content. So my favorite content this week was Roman Atwood. I hope to God everyone knows who Roman Atwood is. If you don't, you you need to go find out. I don't need to leave a link in the description. You should know already. Uh He's been away for a while doing with family stuff and legal issues, so he posted a video today. Uh, it was just like an update video, nothing really crazy. But it was so cool to see him back because uh, he's such a positive person, especially during this election crap we have to go through and coronavirus in school. Just cool to see one of my favorite YouTubers back. What about you, Evan?
1: On that note, so I was told not to bring this creator up, but I'm going to anyway. Um, Peter, oh Mar-
0: gosh, no, no. Yes, go ahead.
1: Peter McKinnon posted a video this week that was an inspirational video, and as someone who kind of I resonate with the idea of looking up to someone as inspiration, and basically this idea was, uh, this um, YouTube video was basically based on a creator I forget the name. I think if I'm correct, it's Peter Lick. I think don't quote me on that. He. Basically, Peter, after getting married, was was going to try to use all of the money that he got, gift money, to get one photo. All of it for one photo in this Peter Lick g- gallery um, on him and his wife's honeymoon. And long story short, it ended up where recently Peter Lick had DM'd him, private messaged him on Instagram, and had sent him a book of his photos. So it's just that whole turnaround and like the inspiration of, one photographer to another and then that and then that reverse role where the photographer that was inspired by some by another photographer was the inspirer you know what i mean so just that flip role i find fascinating in the photography and not not just photography but business photography all the other stuff various different things Um, i find it fascinating that flip role of someone being inspired by someone and then that flip role of the other person being inspired by them later on 10 20 30 40 50 years down the
0: line yeah it's definitely a a cool dynamic well thank you guys all for joining us i hope you enjoyed it uh let's hope our next podcast will be much more interesting maybe a little longer it should be hopefully we'll see until next time, guys thank you all for joining in bye